Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is an unexpected lesson from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Use a transition ritual to get yourself ready for what's next. Now, obviously, we all love Mr. Rogers, the children's television actor, for what he taught us about kindness and managing our emotions, things we all need in these anxious times. But we can learn a thing or two from him about making intentional transitions, too. If you grew up watching Mr. Rogers, like I did, you can probably conjure up the image of him walking through the door to his house, taking off his sports coat, and putting on a zippered cardigan, trading his dress shoes for sneakers, all the while singing an invitation to be his neighbor. The opening sequence helped young viewers anticipate a calm, hope-filled adventure. We can do something similar in our own lives, even if our neighborhoods are a little different from Mr. Rogers. You may experience multiple transitions in a single day, at the start of the workday, or sitting down to dinner, at kids' bedtimes, just to name a few. These are often moments when people feel especially harried or frenetic. Transition rituals can help you intentionally end one phase of the day and inaugurate the next, preparing and setting the tone for what's ahead so you can be fully present and keep anxiety at bay. You may already have some transition rituals. For instance, many people light candles, clink glasses, or say grace before eating particularly nice when we're all eating at home. These rituals kick off a shared meal. They let you know that the bustle of meal prep, evening chores, and arrivals and departures have stopped for a bit. All you need to do now is enjoy each other's company and consume your food. Sometimes, though, it's easy to feel the pressure of what's behind us or ahead of us and never really arrive. We all know people who really do like and respect their colleagues, but Back when people were still working at offices, they'd blow past them without even smiling because they were so preoccupied with being 30 seconds late to a meeting. Or maybe a phone call with a friend doesn't end up being the respite you hope for because the opening exchange of, how are you, busy, me too, unleashes a litany of complaints. So how can we use transition rituals to be more intentional? For one, the language we use really does matter. It's powerful. Instead of the stressed-out chatter, better to take a deep breath and say to ourselves, now I'm here. Slow things down. Narrate what's ahead. Now I'm working. I'm ready to do good work with my colleagues. Use self-talk to help you arrive where you are. As Mr. Rogers showed, songs can also be helpful for transitioning. If you've ever been in a preschool class, you've likely heard a song used as a cue to shift from one activity to the next. It's amazing to see a dozen three-year-olds cheerfully clean up just because they hear the cleanup song. Songs can help adults make transitions too. Maybe you have a psych-up playlist to build your energy and confidence before a big day at work. Or maybe there's a special song you listen to as you make dinner and unwind. A morning playlist can provide kids with cues that it's time to brush teeth. Music can let us know wordlessly what's ahead. And finally, just like Mr. Rogers' change of clothes and shoes, physical cues can help with transitions. If you wear a lanyard with an ID card, again, when people go back to work at their workplaces, you can ceremoniously remove it as you leave work. 
Taking off the lanyard means you're just you, not a teacher for the moment. You can narrate the wardrobe change to amplify its impact. Dr. Williams has left the hospital, you say, as you change out of your scrubs. Even if you don't have special gear for your profession, changing clothes or shoes at the end of the day can let you know that the workday is over too, as long as you do it mindfully. Acknowledge what you're doing as you're trading your shoes for slippers or putting on yoga pants or taking off your tie. And finally, one last reminder, leave yourself some margin. All the transition rituals in the world can't keep you from feeling frazzled if there's not enough space in your days. Transition rituals can help us be present for each phase of the day, but we have to make sure it's actually feasible to get to each phase without drama for transition rituals to have maximum impact. If you use transition rituals to help you get prepared and be present for what's ahead, I'd love to hear about them. You can write me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 